What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, the municipal elections are exactly one week away, and we wanted to hear what voters are thinking about in these final days. Lead producer Carrie Shepard and I went to a ballot party hosted by the tribe on the near west side to find out. It's Tuesday, February 21st. I'm Simona Dicea in for Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. Okay, so it's about 20 to 6. Simone and I are outside the James R. Jordan Boys and Girls Club on the near west side. We're like a couple blocks from the United Center. You can see the Sears Tower in the distance. So, Simone, tell us what we're doing here tonight. So we're here because the tribe is hosting a ballot party uh, where folks who have questions about things that are on their ballot or maybe even folks who are voting by mail can actually bring their ballot to learn about um, the different candidates and offices. Uh, And we're going to talk to some voters about what they're thinking, how they're feeling um, ahead of the February 28th election. Totally. So we've been talking every Tuesday Mm -hmm. for the past few weeks. We've been talking about... The mayoral and the aldermanic elections. And we're just, what what are you expecting, Simone? We're expecting kind of a, a younger crowd, yeah? I think a younger crowd. The tribe is, um, if you're not familiar, you should definitely get familiar because they're great. A uh, digital publication geared toward black Chicago. Um, and yeah, so probably a, a younger, fairly diverse crowd, I think. Yep. Okay, so not the main door. Does it say that to you? Uh, to enter, on, Monroe. Or, on, on Monroe. So we'll go in there. Hi. Thank you. Oh, sorry, hon. Oh, you guys. Uh, we're here for the tribe's uh, ballot party. Yeah. We're very early. They're setting up. Hi. Hi. How are you? We walked into the gym to find a tribe staffer setting up tables and chairs. They had a presentation planned, and the organization Chicago Votes also had a table. My name is Camille Williams. I am with Chicago Votes. I am the get out the vote manager. um, And we're here with the tribe at the ballot party to let folks know about our organization, um, which is a nonpartisan civic engagement, which is youth led and activated. And we get we take young folks to the poll to vote. And how are you what are you hearing from some young people with this election with the mayoral, the aldermanic, it's so, the police district councils now, are you feeling like, do they, do they know how to navigate it all? Um, well, they're learning just like we are, because like you said, the police district council is a new position. Um, I'm getting a lot of, who to vote for? I know the mayor, I don't know which ward I live in. So it's just a lot of like re-engaging and reactivating so they would so they do know how to look up where they live and find their polling place 
What does the city need to do better since they have to come to people like groups like yours? And it's like, I don't know what ward I live in. Like, is there something you would say the city in general needs to do to engage young people more in the civic process? I feel like start younger, like start like allow voting younger, Um, introducing the process like everybody knows, like vote yes or no or who wants to go and do this. But it's like, do they understand the importance and why as stakeholders within a system, we have the right to do it and we just need to use it. Not sometimes, but all the times when decisions need to be made. Chicago Votes has definitely equipped me and prepared me to engage other community members. So I can say it's like a ongoing educational process where I'm constantly learning and understanding for myself and for the community that I represent as well. When you say the community you represent, you mean like your neighborhood, your ward, or personally as a voter? I um, would say my community as being um, a young woman, um, a student, um, a person who takes public transportation, <laughs> <laughs> like someone who uses the public library, who has family members in the CPS system. So it's like overall a fellow Chicagoan. You said you yeah, someone who rides the CTA and everything. is. Is that one of the issues that's driving you as a voter? What are you thinking about as a voter? So definitely the CTA, because um, I use public transportation. I'm seeing how public has public transportation has changed throughout my life as a young Chicagoan. And um, it's not efficient. It's not clean. And we need to do better with, you know, making sure that this resource is available for folks who don't have cars and figuring out a budget. So we know where money is being delegated as well. Do you mind if I, what's your name? Uh, Blair. Hi, Blair. Nice to meet you. Where do you stay in the city? What neighborhood? Woodlawn. Gotcha. So what are some of the big questions you have uh, right now? Um, I think some of the biggest issues are violence and crime in the city, as well as um, getting acts making sure resources and uh, access to resources all throughout the city of Chicago, um, diversifying resources, not just in downtown. Um, schooling is also a, a big issue. Are any of the candidates speaking to you right now? Do you feel like, yes, this is really good? Or do you still feel like, uh, I don't know? Uh, I think I'm still deciding my favorite. Maybe some, yeah, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough decision. Like, you got nine candidates. Yeah. It's kind of hard to wade through. <laughs> exactly. Why do you think it's important for Chicagoans to vote? Um, I think it's, I think voting is really important. It's how you make your voice heard. It's how you um, see how, how things are able to change, how you make change in the city by voting in candidates that are doing the work that you think is important. And, um, those mayor and, and aldermen have a lot of power to make changes in your community and throughout the city. So I think it's really important to be a part of that and have um, some influence. Uh, do you mind if I get your name? Uh, I'm Nate. Yeah, I noticed you brought your ballot. You're voting by mail. Why do you like voting by mail? Uh, it's very convenient. Uh, even, you know, my wife loves to go. I, I don't like lines. You know, especially election day, like if I forget to early vote, you know, it's, it, I like the convenience. Um, what are the questions you're hoping you might get answered tonight? Uh, I want to learn more of the police district council situation. Uh, I was very curious about my specific ward to like see that my alderman didn't 
she didn't endorse. Uh, I didn't see any endorsements in the in the ward. So I'm curious to learn more about how those uh, more about those candidates. I'm not too familiar. It's a new. It's this is very new, right? It's, this is literally the first time we're voting on them. They're oh. brand new. <laughs> so so I'm I'm just curious about again these these people, their backgrounds. What connects with you as a voter? Like when candidates are talking about these issues, sometimes they feel really abstract, like, oh, crime is really bad, or oh, we got to fix our schools. Like, what is it that connects with you as a voter that you hear from candidates? I I think it's crime. Uh, You know what I mean? Woodlawn, we know our neighborhood. And uh, I I love how things are shifting and we kind of start feeling some changes. Can you say more about what you mean, like uh, about changes that you're seeing and kind of what you'd like to see more of in terms of safety? So sa- safety, even outside of the crime aspect, it's funny. I was, I was walking my dog today and I saw a cop blow through a stop sign. And it, it really bothers me because that's a, it, you know, it's a lot of kids in our neighborhood. And, you know, I see people blow through that stop sign all day. But then when you see a cop do it, it's like, wow, does anybody respect our neighborhood? I would love to have a candidate that really is like on the ground with the people like no okay we're we're picking a ward uh, a ward a week i don't know and you know like we're boots on the ground and we're talking to the constituents and you know we're coming up with solutions with community organizers like the tribe and yeah coming up with a plan but actually boots on the ground I, sometimes it just feels like they're just like kind of lord from city hall You heard a couple people mention police district councils. And just a reminder about this new office. There are 22 districts and voters will choose three people for each council. The councils will work with communities on policing issues and nominate members to a citywide police oversight commission. We'll have more details about police district councils on tomorrow's show. More from the ballot party after the break. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patients' smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. My name's Simone. I'm with uh, CityCast Chicago. We're a local podcast. Um, we're here talking to voters. Uh, CityCast is how I heard about this, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, very cool. Yeah. I love that. Do you mind if I get your name? Jory Jelinek. And uh, where are you from? Where do you stay in the city? <laughs> I'm here on the n- near west side. I mean, do you already have a sense of like, you kind of know where, you know, who you're going to vote for? Or are there are there things that you're still kind of undecided on? There are some things I'm still undecided on because there's so many interesting candidates. And um, yeah, I'm holding off. I want to vote in person because I feel like I keep learning more about the candidates as we go along. 
what are still like some of the biggest questions you have that haven't quite been answered yet? There are certain topics that are really being highlighted, like education and violence in the communities. Um, I think they're not talking as much about the environment and um, what, you know, looking at cleaning up the river, cleaning up the parks. And I don't hear those topics addressed in a more tangible way or like with concrete examples, but more just theoretical and, you know, good feelings. What kinds of things would you want to hear for a, from a candidate that would like speak to you on those concrete things? Like what kinds of solutions are you looking for as, as a voter? So I might sound um, idealistic, um, but I really want to see community centers and public libraries resourced and promoted. Um, I think they can be, sometimes the resource is there and it's just under underutilized or underfunded. Beyond that, I also think our public education system really uh, is struggling right now. And I'm also hoping that we're going to get, uh, you know, people in office who are supporting public schools and not private schools. I don't like the term defund the police. I really think that police need our support. At the same time, the idea behind that term is that we're taking monies and we're not putting all the responsibility on the police to, let's say, all right, you got to be there. Um, you know, the police have to be there to give traffic tickets and also respond to gunfire and also help get the cat down from the tree um, and also be there for, you know, someone who, you know, a call because mental issues. There are so many different things that communities need. And I think that there should be other resources. I think the police is kind of like a go-to for everything. All right. Welcome, everybody. Hi. Do you mind if I get your name? Rodney Johnson. Hi, Rodney. Nice to meet you. Um, uh, what? Where are you from? What neighborhood do you stay in? Uh, Ingle, uh, West Inglewood. West Inglewood. Um, what were you? What, are, what were you kind of hoping to get out of this? Like, why? Why did you want to come? I came because of voting. So how much? So how much community engagement do people actually want to go through? And the most simplest form of community participation is voting. And so and another thing is that actually, you know, recognizing that we vote six times in a three-year period, and each vote has a uh, meaning. So in a sense, like, your biggest concern as a voter is is civic engagement, getting more people to vote, getting more people to have a say. Right, because it doesn't, because that is accountability. And the facts are undeniable that we have a low voter turnout in black and brown communities. One of the other participants here sort of talked about who is the onus of that on, right? Who who should take responsibility for low voter turnout? Is it the voters themselves, or or is there, um, you know, should should our officials that we're electing like do more to galvanize engagement? I mean, what do you see as kind of the solution uh, well, here? I, I would say it's more of an issue than a solution because because you have to broaden it out into the big picture. When you look at Illinois. And you, even when you look at the last presidential election, you see a sea of red with islands of blue, okay? Meaning that without these islands of blue, Illinois would have been a red state, okay? And if you go and you look at Chicago, is it's the last 
like um, wall, all right, when they say progressive, is Chicago. And knowing that that is the issue is the responsibility of everyone. Okay, 822, we are leaving the James R. Jordan uh, Boys and Girls Club. So we've been at the Tribes ballot party for a few hours. Simone, uh, what were some of the issues that and highlights of the uh, forum? I would say it was like a forum that yeah, stuck was, out to you. It was more of a forum. Like I've I've covered ballot parties uh, for in the past. And it's usually a little more docile. It's usually like more personal. Everyone kind of sits at a table and fil- literally fills out their ballot yeah, and like yeah. ask questions. Yeah. This was more of like a, a forum. People were kind of talking. Um, Morgan and Tiffany uh, from the tribe were kind of going through some stuff and answering some questions. I think the thing that was really interesting for me is when um, Tiffany Walden uh, started talking about progressivism on the west side of Chicago mm-hmm. versus the south yeah. side of Chicago yeah. and kind of the differences that she hears. There were some folks, you know, other folks from the west side uh, who were here who were kind of talking about how, you know, it's a there's a lot of disenfranchisement in that part of the city. Like people feel like, you know, what is the point of voting? What's the point of getting involved? Yeah. If the same people are getting elected, we're still not seeing change. And so that was sort of really interesting, I think, like really interesting and raw that you don't always hear. You know, the crowd too, we actually were, our assumptions were a little wrong. It wasn't totally younger folks. There were some older folks there mm-hmm. and there were a couple older gentlemen who had really, they were sort of, they were talking a lot about how people don't show up to vote. And then there was also a woman there who we should be clear is working with mayoral candidate Brandon Johnson's campaign. And she said, look, like there's a lot of people and voters on the West side who are like, you know what? I don't, as it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I vote, but they also, there was a lot of conversation about, and this was a good question that Tiffany and Morgan raised. Do people know who their aldermen are? Yes. Do, and there were people, some of whom you spoke to who were like, I have to do a lot of legwork myself to engage with the aldermen. They're not doing the legwork to engage with me. I don't know. I would say... By and large, the more I cover politics in Chicago, I think people are more engaged, Um, but that's always kind of a struggle. Check out the Tribes Voting Guide. Yes, it's very Um, cute. And then also we will have links to Chicago Votes folks to tell people how to vote. Okay, we're, we're leaving James R. Jordan. Yeah, I Boys think we're going. Come? Carrie and I are on the on opposite sides of the car. We're getting into the car. And we're slowly we're walking into- and getting <laughs> into the car. It's kind of cold. It's getting it's cold. It's really cold, yeah. <laughs> Before we let you go, a little bit of news. Here are some things that are happening this week. The Chicago Board of Education meets tomorrow. That's at 10.30 a.m. at CPS's office in The Loop. The Salvador Dali exhibit at the Art Institute is now open. It's the first show at the museum dedicated to the Spanish Surrealist, and it runs through June. The Bear starts filming in Chicago this week, so look out for Carm, Sydney, and the other characters from the hit TV show. And if you happen to see any of them, maybe snap a pic. Send it our way. Text us at 773-780-0246. 
and some good news to get you through. You can see Jacoby at Karaoke Storytellers Open Mic Night at Brando's in The Loop. That's tomorrow night at 7. Plus, Jacoby is back in the host chair tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. I noticed you said that she listens every day. I listen Do you? when she tells me there's a, like a, a busting episode. Like I, because most of the time, like I'm like in my sports world. Like, <laughs> we we just ha- just did it with Benny the Bull. We were like did a whole game with Benny the Bull. She and Jacoby, yeah, they went. It was it's awesome. It's like 22 minutes of pure joy.